Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of Epic Fantasy Romance. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Mmm, delicious. <sighs> Today is Tuesday, September 6th, and I am back. I am back from my travels. Um, back here in the grape arbor as you can see if you were on video and um yeah nice to be home uh travels were good though um just came back from worldcon in chicago which was fabulous it was um personally my best worldcon ever i very much enjoyed it it was um the the layout was amazing because it was all in the single hotel uh, all of the events and everything were all in the one hotel where most everyone was staying and that is just infinitely preferable to me uh, these other world cons that I've gone to um, Dublin Kansas City and San Jose they were all um, in like convention center type things that were separate from the hotel and in Dublin uh, because the hotel was fairly expensive we stayed at an Airbnb that was a considerable distance <clears throat> from the events of the convention and while I really like the place we stayed in it's just a totally different con experience um, if you're not staying where the convention is occurring when you have to deliberately go to the convention space to do things people tend to go there and leave whereas at the hotel you get to see people on their way to stuff so you see people much more also this was like our first at least for me and for many people first big convention since pandemic so even though I had been to Bubonicon uh, the weekend before and Jack Williamson lectureship in the spring even though I've done a few other things this was the first big one and the first time that I had physically seen so many people and it was it was just a delight it was really great to be able to hang out in the bar and talk to people again oh and a polycon I forgot that one a polycon was different because we didn't have a lot of author hangout time um, and this was great just lots of um, lots of talk there are just conversations that only happen in person and interactions that only happen in person and we kept talking about that throughout the entire convention about how meaningful that was just to be able to interact with people in person again saw um, lots of old friends saw lots of people that I have um, like talked to online in the last few years it was interesting for me uh, that this was the big first big convention I'd been to since I've been president of CIFWA and um, and it, it was nice you know one thing that was really lovely and a lot of you all out there make this effort too but a lot of people came up to thank me for the work I'm doing which was immensely gratifying very interestingly 
several people made a point of coming up to me and saying commenting on how very smooth my presidency has been and then adding that they know that that means that we've been handling a whole lot of stuff behind the scenes um, because things are never that smooth and you know that's that's really gratifying too because that means that hard work doesn't go unnoticed right you know it's one of those things you know like the ballet dancer whose um aesthetic whose whose whole effort whose goal is to appear to be graceful and to float and to be effortless uh meanwhile her tendons are screaming her toes are about to give way um she's sweating bullets but the audience sees the fairy princess uh and so it was really lovely to have people who appreciated both things who thought that the ballet was looking fantastic but also appreciated all of the sweating of bullets that had gone on in the background. I had um a great coffee with Catherine Asaro and she was uh she came and found me at my table talk and asked if we and it, which was like second to last day and asked if I could have dinner or something like that and we ended up doing like scheduled Tetris to find a time to meet up and um I wasn't sure what she wanted and Catherine Asaro if you don't know has um, been around for quite a long time she's uh, a former president of CIFWA one of the um, I think is it eight or nine I actually wrote it down well it turns out I only wrote down the number of grandmasters there have been nine female grandmasters uh, I think Mercedes Lackey makes 10 I need to update my numbers but I'm I'm pretty sure this number sticks in my head but that I am the eighth female president of CIFWA since 1965. So um, and Catherine Asaro is one of them and she was telling me something that I didn't know it turned out she didn't really want anything in particular she wanted to tell me what a great job she thought I was doing um, the recognizing the ballet. Uh, and she and then and we just kind of gossiped I kind of told her stuff it's nice to talk to a former president because I can gossip about some things and they'll keep it to themselves you know it's like oh this is what was going on behind the scenes because they can appreciate it I also had some great conversations with um, Mary Robinette Kowal similar stuff and um Sorry, I was just thinking about something Mary Robinette was telling me that I need to remember. So, but one thing that Catherine told me that I hadn't known was that she was the one to appoint Anne McCaffrey Grandmaster. And that was, I hadn't known that. And, and it's so cool because, as many of you know, if you've been listening for a long time, uh, Anne McCaffrey was, is, and will forever be one of my great heroes and it remains a um, a great sorrow to me that I never got to meet her but you know it's like what is that um, one degree of separation is it one or two uh, you know knowing knowing people who knew her Anne McCaffrey was really my gateway gateway drug to fantasy 
And um, yeah, so, and it was interesting to hear Catherine talk about that back in the day, uh, there had been pushback on appointing Anne McCaffrey Grandmaster. And, you know, and she said, of course, nobody would say exactly that they thought it was too girly, but that that was the, the subtext. And yeah, you know, it's, um, it was just really good to, to make that contact and talk with people. So yeah, we had a Sifwa meet and greet. We did not have the suite this year. People kept asking, did we have one? We're like, no, but we did have a, a short meet and greet in the bar and, uh, yeah. And I was on a bunch of programming, sold some books at my signing table. I'm like never again going to do a signing table without the ability to sign books because none of the Worldcon booksellers, and there were a lot down in the dealer's room. Um, none of them carried my books. I saw Jennifer Eastep's books though, sent her a photo of those, but yeah, not one of them had my books. And, and this is actually partly my fault, mea culpa, that we could have emailed this, um, dealer's email address and asked them to carry books. So maybe I'll do that next time. Um, certainly won't be next year. Next year's world con is in Chengdu, China. Uh, year after that is Glasgow. Year after that is Seattle. Uh, I don't know if I'll go to Glasgow, maybe. Um, I saw that Dublin had put in a bid for another one. It would depend on if Glasgow would be this deal of, well, there were so many things wrong with Dublin, those terribly, terribly small meeting spaces that they, you couldn't get into any of the panels programming. So I don't know if Glasgow would be the same deal, but we'll see two years down the road. I'm not going to think about it now. So that's my last convention for the year, except for, I guess I shouldn't say it's, it's penultimate convention, uh, except for a, uh, world fantasy con in new Orleans at first week of November, which I'm very much looking forward to. I will be, uh, rooming with Kelly Robson. Her wife isn't attending. So, uh, Kelly and I will share a room. That was, that would be great. Um, I did get to see both Kelly and Alex at Worldcon. spent some time with them drinking wine. That was wonderful. Also, uh, went out for an amazing dinner, Greek food, inspired Greek, which was so good, <laughs> uh, which, you know, makes me now understand how a lot of the other Greek food I've had is definitely uninspired. I was on some excellent panels, moderated some excellent panels. Uh, right now it's all kind of a blur. <laughs> Stayed up too late talking to people in the bar as is my want. Um, yeah. Oh, and also this was very cool. Um, the, one of the great things about the location was it was the Chicago Hyatt Regency downtown and it was right on the riverfront and Chicago, this downtown was just amazingly beautiful. They have done so much to make it gorgeous. And so you could go down and walk along that riverfront 
and I walked all the way down to the lake, which wasn't very far. I uh, saw the marina and Navy Pier and all of those things. Um, they had the architectural boat tours leaving from like right in front of the hotel. And I really wanted to go on one. I went on one in like 2015 at RT. We like took a cab downtown to take the architectural boat tour. And it's just one of the best things ever. And I really wanted to do that and uh, just ran out of time. One thing for me about being at conventions, and I think I've mentioned this before, you know, a lot of people go out and do touring around and see the city and that sort of thing. And I always feel like I'm at the convention to talk to people that that's my reason to be there. And so going on the architectural boat tour, wasn't talking to people, but I did get to go on a long walk along the riverfront, um, almost every morning, all but one morning. And then, um, the final morning I got to walk all the way down to uh, a beach. One of my friends, uh, had, uh, Alex, a different Alex had found this beach. And so we went down on Sunday morning and went swimming and that was really great. Uh, it was, um, you know, it's so cool the way Lakeshore drive divides downtown from the lake. And they had closed Lakeshore Drive. It was Sunday morning of Labor Day weekend. And there were all of these bicyclists going up and down Lakeshore Drive. No, they'd closed it to traffic. Uh, and that was so neat to see. Um, and it was kind of a stormy morning, but we had timed it well uh, before it started to rain. And so we went swimming. And then I walked back in time to clean up and see. Uh... <laughs> it was funny because I, I know I have this phrase from my mother, but I, I've used it twice, uh, to different response. Um, I should tell the story in order. So I had said to, to Kelly, uh, when I met her very early for breakfast one morning, uh, like six 45, she picked me up at six 45 and we went to this place at seven that opened at seven, which was the, um, only morning I didn't walk because of that. And, but we both had stuff later that morning. So it was like, you know, go have breakfast. And so we can get back. And I said, okay, well, I'm not going to be cute. And she said, untrue. <laughs> and I was like, well, I'm not going to be fixed up for the day yet. And, and I'd said something similar to my friend Alex when we went swimming. Cause I said, well, I'd uh, he kept track of how long it took to walk down there, which I really appreciated. And I said, well, I've just padded, you know, allowed enough time to, to get cute. And he said, you are cute. And I was like, yeah. Um, so maybe I need a different phrase. That's, I, for me, it always means, you know, cuting up is like doing the makeup and hair thing, right? Getting, putting the nice clothes on, uh, and I know that my mom says that, that we always say that, you know, like, oh, well, are we going to be cute for this? <laughs> so, so that was all, it was all good. I'm sure I have thoughts. Uh, right now, my brain is still a little empty. I flew back late Sunday night. It was a little bit of a, um, you know, grueling drive back after landing. I was a little tired, but got up yesterday morning, did not podcast. Uh, I just didn't have that much energy, but I did get some words written. I have to finish shadow wizard this week, people. 
Um, I'm, I'm actually in okay ish shape on it. I've got about 17,000 words to go, but I really want to maybe get to the end this week. <laughs> there, there goes, um, waffling on my determination, right? The thing is, let let me tell you about the thing. So let's see, I am at, uh, 72,000 words, 72,155. I'm guessing it's going to come out around 89. Um, I've only got a few chapters left, which is interesting because I haven't gone back to revise from the beginning, right? Long time listeners will know that usually by now I have, uh, I would have done that and I haven't, which is interesting. Interesting to me. Process always changes, right? So I think I'm going to write pretty much all the way to the end. Um, but I don't need to necessarily hit that 89 K because then I'm going to go back and revise from the beginning. And as always, I will undoubtedly add. So I need, um, about a week, six working days to revise, knock on wood. (laughs) Um, and then a few days to do my out loud proofing for the final pass to get it uploaded um, by what's my drop dead date to upload. Um, September 25th. So right now I feel like I'm in okay shape. 20 days, 19 days, um, a little bit less because I, I need a, a day to format. So three weeks, I think I can get this done. Um, I'm thinking of ending it in a slightly different way, uh, which I don't feel like I could talk to you all about and get feedback because it might be too spoilery. I might ask Corrine. Uh, I think I got a mosquito bite on my forehead, didn't I? Alas. So, um, so yeah, just that's the big focus now finishing this book and I, th- I had another thought there that I may have lost to the mosquito bite. Um, yeah, it's been an interesting book to write. There's a lot of, a lot of layers to this one. Layers like a parfait. Uh, yeah. So that, that was about all I did yesterday. I also took a nap, slept for like two and a half hours, which I'm not typically a napper, but it was funny cause I, um, finished writing. It was like, I got a little over a thousand words and which I thought was pretty good for my empty brain. And then ate lunch, spent a little time with David chatting and then laid down, slept for two and a half hours. And I woke up at like a quarter to five, which, so I was like, Oh, I napped all the way till happy hour. <laughs> So it felt like, um, Regency lady. I've been reading more Lisa Kleypas. So that's, uh, that's how that felt. So, um, on that note, I'm going to see if I can have a more productive day today and, oh, uh, next week, September 13th, Bookbub featured deal for dark wizard and it's going to be free, free download to, um, sort of goose, goose the sales, uh, ahead of shadow wizard coming out. 
So tell your friends, tell your friends, your family, tell them to read it and then buy the rest of the series, right? Uh, and be ready for uh, Jadrin and Sully's story. All right. I hope you all have a wonderful Tuesday. Uh, tomorrow I'll be blogging at the SFF seven. So I won't be here, but I'll be back on Thursday. You all take care. Okay. Bye bye. And it would help if like I can actually activate the button. Goodbye.